This is the Timothy Project podcast. And uh, again, this is still thinking about student ministry. And so with me again, we have Ford Rigney. Ford, I'm glad you're here with a student minister here at Colonial Heights. Did you almost forget the name of our church? Nope. I thought you were supposed to say something. <laughs> oh, we I am. Yeah, hey, I'm so hey. glad to be yeah, here. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, and great. Nathan Lucas, our middle school resident here, also at Colonial Heights. Also glad to be here. Yeah, there you. we go. Okay. <laughs> he did better on the second. Yeah, the man, second you guys are with the church. struggling. Mm-hmm. Church okay. So um, as we think about student ministry, we've said that there's kind of three parts to that. First episode was really thinking about the students themselves. But the second part of that is also the leaders. Uh, even in your last uh, talk about teaching, you were kind of talking about, well, there's uh, master teachers, there's lead teachers, there's uh, small group leaders, mm-hmm. there is all these discipleship groups that are happening. And so talk to us a little bit about, think about the student minister out there, no matter what size of uh, student ministry they have, and the the importance of um, equipping your leaders, your volunteers, um, whether that's in the form of training or just providing them with resources or encouragement or what is it that you ask from them. So it's kind of a broad, multiple question, mm-hmm. but what does that look like for you guys in your ministry? Yeah, so I, I think um, one of the things for us is if we're equipping our leaders well, um, we're working ourselves out of a job. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's our goal. Like if we're equipping our leaders well, um, we want our leaders to take charge and, and to do those specific things that we're asking them to do, right? And so, um, you know, if you're gone on a Sunday or you end up sick, like things don't fall apart because your leaders are there and they got it. Um, and so how do you set that up? Like how do you make that a possibility, um, you know, depending on the size of church? Like sure. it doesn't – you're going to have volunteers regardless of what size church you right. are, um, or you should if you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't need to just be you. They don't want to hear just from you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to diversify some of that there. And so, and even for people to hold you accountable, you know, like I want, you know, our leaders to like come ask us questions and hold us accountable. And we talk to them about that. Like we, we try to take a grade, um, level, like of guys and girl teachers out to lunch, um, mm-hmm. you know, once every week or once every month, like we try to do that as, as, many times as we can um, so that one we can build relationships with them in a little bit smaller group two we can talk about hey what's been good this year what mm-hmm. hadn't been great this year what would you like to see changed what what has been really good that you mm-hmm. would like to keep um, so we get good feedback on some of those um, and sometimes it's hard to hear because we want to hear the things that we're not perfect mm-hmm. like I'm not mm-hmm. the best student pastor in the world and so like I want to know those things like I want to know sure. how can we improve um and not just encouraging them and equipping them, but also encouraging and equipping our students yeah. as well. Um, and so that's one way is is really doing life with them. Yeah, going and a lot of our leaders, some have students in the student ministry, some don't. Sure. Um, and so a lot of those times, like if their kids playing a game, well, I'm going to see their kids just as much as I am my leader, mm-hmm. um, so that I can talk to mm-hmm. them and kind of hang out with them and do sure. that kind of thing. Um, so uh, we have a couple of different uh, avenues, and we have some leaders that will go to camp, you know, and just do camp. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't do anything else but do camp. Um, we have small group leaders that teach every Sunday, um, and then master teachers that teach the large group, and then we break up into small groups on Sundays. Um, and then when we go on mission trip, you know, it could be 
a different sure. group of leaders. Mm-hmm. And so during the time of year, you may be dealing with this group of leaders for well, a specific time. Well, then you got time. your disciple. Yeah, yeah. And they and might be not at any of those things. That's right. Yeah, They're that's just right. Yeah, we said, have, hey, I'll invest in two students for the next year. Yeah, right? we have about a little over 30 discipleship leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we meet with them periodically. Yeah. Um, and so we, the way we do discipleship um, and equipping those leaders um, is we talk to them about the importance of discipleship, mm-hmm. how we disciple, um, what we want them to teach. We go, we, there's a book at Colonial Heights, it's called um, 25 Things Every Believer Should Know. Um, and so the first time that they meet, um, you know, for the next 25 weeks, they go through that and they right. hit one principle in, in that. And then I give them an option of doing um, a specific curriculum or they have been meeting with the student mm-hmm. for 25 weeks. Mm-hmm. So they know right. kind of what they're going through, what their struggles are a lot better than I would have. Cause I haven't been meeting with mm-hmm. them one-on-one for 25 weeks. Right? right. And so they could be like, they would really benefit from going through, you know, a book on the book of James mm-hmm. and find a curriculum to do that. And they bring it to me and say, Hey, are you okay with us doing that? Right. And I'll look at them and be like, yes, that's this great. resource, right? or, this whatever. resource or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and they run, they run with it. Yeah. Um, or if they say, Hey, I don't really know what to do next. We have some curriculum that we, sure. that we give them that says, Hey, start with this. And then if something branches off of that, we want you to kind of go with it. Like yep. we, we want them to lead out and yep. some of that. And so really it's, it's empowering your leaders to do just that, to lead out, um, yeah. and to not, you know, we don't want to like, you have to do this specific curriculum because every student is not the same. Sure. So like, mm-hmm. if you're going to, if you're discipling, students need different things and yeah. need to be discipled in a different yeah. way. What my daughter needs, right. Uh, they, they, they went through a book. In fact, Nathan, your wife, Caroline leading her, but, mm-hmm. uh, right. They, they went through a book on like the being made in his image and what does that look like specifically Mm -hmm. as a young woman what does that look like you know growing up and being a a teenager and and those kind of things that's not what my uh soon you know my 11 year old son needs he needs (laughs) to know about image but not from that that point of view and so even thinking Mm -hmm. through that uh there's there's going to be something different. And so that, that makes sense. You mentioned this. And so I'll I'll ask, maybe point this to you, Mm -hmm. Nathan, um, about, you know, some of those leaders you have are, are also parents. Um, and so you'll go to a game and and they will be there because it's their kid. But Uh, how encouraged are you when you show up to an event, whether it's a play, a choir thing, a, uh, a soccer game, football game, whatever, to, to watch a student and you see their life group leader there, totally, like it's not their kid, mm-hmm. it's not their kid's friend, it's just life group leader there at at the same thing you are there just supporting. Like how, how much does that mean to you and how much do you think that means to the student? Oh, yeah. I think it's awesome because even as Ford was saying, like, even though, you know, a lot of churches don't have a youth pastor and then a mm-hmm. middle school guy either. So it might just be one person. Right. And you can't be everywhere at once. You can't m- go to every single right. thing. And if you try, you're going to really burn yourself yeah. out. So when you see, like even Facebook posts, like, oh, I didn't go to this, but wow, their mm-hmm. life group leader was there. Right. It's so encouraging and cool. There's one at our church that, you know, everyone knows he's at literally everything. Stuart Wentworth, yeah. like yep. everything. Yep. Like 
it's insane. If it's he's, if it's the happening, he's for their always there, he's and it's so awesome. And I remember just a couple of weeks ago, you were talking about Luke, your eleven year old's baseball game, yep. and that there was like thirty people there cheering <laughs> him on, like all his like leaders and all the stuff like yep. that. And that's just so fun to see the church be in the church, like yep. encouraging these kids, pouring into them in an easy way. Like just going to a baseball yep. game for an hour is really awesome. And again, just uh like Ford said, working us out of a job. Right. It's like, I mean, there's leaders that are doing the work too, and that's just so encouraging and takes the pressure off yep. a little bit because you know you got people. I heard uh, a statistic years ago that really stuck with me, and I was I was kind of surprised. So the number one reason uh, students go to church is because their parents tell them to. Okay, that's, mm-hmm. that's still the number one reason. Parents still have the most profound impact. We'll talk about parents in the next episode, but... The, the number two reason, I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, mm. is, is because of a connection with a leader. It's mm. not because of a connection with a student. That's reason wow. like number three or four. There, there's a, yeah. Some are going because they want to go. Like they, mm-hmm. they want to grow in the Lord. They're, they're <laughs> believers and they see the importance of that, especially as they get older. But uh, the reason that they continue to, to come back to the church is a connection to a leader. And that can be the student minister. But again, uh, the likelihood of all students connecting with one leader mm-hmm. is not as likely, regardless of if it's 10 or 100. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? And so yeah. so have, that's why I think, to your point, it matters so much mm-hmm. to include other leaders because um, like I remember walking in the room uh, one, one day. It was like my... It was my first day on the job a couple churches ago in Birmingham, and I wasn't even the student minister. I was just going to be like a volunteer over there. And this girl ran up to me, and first time I met her, and she showed me her class ring. She had just gotten it that day. Hmm. She was so excited about it. And there was no student minister. They were without one, and there was no, uh, like, I was the first leader she saw, and she just had to had to show it. And it made me think you're that example mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there was she was looking for an adult to validate to encourage to speak truth or just give a high five you know nice class ring mm-hmm. whatever and so that that might be the point for you student ministers to know like you don't have to carry it by yourself and you shouldn't carry it by yourself and the the as you're thinking through what do I need to do then to cultivate that I would say in in all of these we're going to find this but relationships 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 and as you're working towards those uh putting material in front of them as options when they're thinking about what to teach or what to do mm-hmm. uh, that's the equipping piece where a lot of times you're like, giving them tools for that but a lot of it is just yeah student minister trust other adults that they you're not the only mm-hmm. person that knows how to talk to a teenager right and it for a student pastor that does go to like those events, mm-hmm. like a show mm-hmm. choir event or a whatever event it right. may be, um, a lot of times, you know, you know who their life group leader is mm-hmm. um, or their Sunday school teacher is. So 
I'll, I'll text them and be like, hey, I'm going to, you know, mm-hmm. so-and-so's uh, baseball mm-hmm. game. You want to go with me? Right. Um, and, you know, it's a way to teach them. Yeah, it's a way yeah. that they can be like, yeah, I'll go with you so I don't sit by myself, you know, if they don't know their parents. Mm-hmm. And then I can introduce them to their parents. This is his small group teacher. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we've heard so much about you. So, like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of connection there. One, um, that they know who's teaching their child. But, two, uh, it's another connection in the church right. um, mm-hmm. that they can kind of cultivate. And, and then I even text some of their friends. They're like, hey, you going to the game tonight? You know, right. um, you know they they're not playing, but they're going to watch, and so yeah. they'll come sit by us. Um, you know, maybe not the whole game because they want to be with their mm-hmm. friends and hang out with their friends, but they'll come over and they'll talk to us for a little mm-hmm. while, um, and that that's encouraging. Um, oh, yeah, you know, one for the life group leader because they see like, oh, they they came over and sure. you know hung mm-hmm. out with us, um, and two encouraging for me um, because we just get to see students. It, it's great when you get to see students outside of sure. church. Yeah. Um, that's like super important. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this past year, you know, my daughter's almost two. And so, you know, lately I haven't been able to go to as many games mm-hmm. as I used to before I had sure. a child. Um, and so like, you have to find that balance. That's right. Um, you know, we have families too. And so we can't be at everything, which is why, equipping your leaders, encouraging them to go to games, like that kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, so that you can uh, be there as much as you yep. as much as you possibly can, but well, also I using the, the same, leaders. I think on the same uh, deal, like sometimes you're asking them to come with you, and then sometimes you're asking them to go for you. Right. Uh, yeah. I, and mm-hmm. and even say to them or to say to the, hey, hey, when you're there, tell them I wish I could be there. You know, mm. like, hey, when when they see you and you give them a high five after the game or you give them a hug after the, you know, show choir or whatever, to, to say, Ford told me to tell you he was thinking about you, wish you could be here, busy night at the house or whatever. Like, you don't have to have any excuse, really. But just even just that you thought about it right. says something. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. But, oh, yeah, you have something else? Yeah, yeah. I think one, one thing, too, uh, for our – our leaders specifically, you know, we have leader meetings throughout the year. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But the first one of the year in August that we do is a little bit longer. Um, and we give them the curriculum on Sunday morning. We use a curriculum on sure. Sunday morning. We give them the whole year. Yep. Um, and so they, they're like in one, it's a very large binder because it's for the whole year. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> they don't necessarily like the big binder. Yeah. Uh, but after the year, they, That's right. they really like it because they can kind of see what's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really just yeah. went to that curriculum not so long ago. Um, but that's been very beneficial. I've asked them, you know, do you like getting the whole year? Do you not? Um, it helps us scheduling wise mm-hmm. to see who's teaching that way. You know, they can sure. look 10 mm-hmm. weeks in advance and say, I'm not going to be there that week. I need to switch with somebody or, you know, for the small group teacher to go, Hey, we put two small group teachers in every small group. Mm-hmm. So if one's not there, they're not going into another small group right. that they don't mm-hmm. really know that leader. There's still one that's sure. going to be there. And that doesn't always happen. You know, there's times where two small group teachers are out. Um, so me and Nathan will step in or we'll put them in another group, that kind of thing. That's easier to do with students than it is kids and preschoolers sure. and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, but giving them the most information that you can is always a good practice. Sure. Um, and even more supplementary like podcasts that they can listen to or books that you may want them to read um you should probably read them first before you give it sure. to the life group mm-hmm. leader which is why i don't give that many books <laughs> uh, you know um working working on that i'm not perfect and so um i think like giving them other resources sure. besides yeah. just like hey mm-hmm. here's the curriculum teach it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's good and one more thing that i was going to throw in is just also when you're thinking about leaders and connect them with students how we we're saying we can't necessarily have the 
most perfect connection with every Mm -hmm. single kid is having leaders in place and teachers in place that have different perspectives than you do. Mm-hmm. One thing that I enjoy about our master teachers is we have uh, two ladies that teach on Sunday mornings that are in that rotation where, you know, maybe that's better for a girl to, mm-hmm. for once to hear teaching that's coming from a woman that, you know, they can connect with a little better. And also they probably get tired of only hearing sports and hunting analogies from me, <laughs> like, because not that many kids in middle school yeah. really like sports. I asked them who they thought was going to win the Super Bowl on in February. And, like, Who's in and I think five <laughs> kids knew what was happening, <laughs> like out of 40. So it's like, you know, having yeah. people that um, can connect on different levels is so important. Sure. And especially um, I'm really encouraged about the ladies that teach yeah. for me. So. Good, good. That was a um, nice, nice play because – uh, Chad's wife is one of those. And so you <laughs> yeah, just a really so, you know, good job. Brown nose. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. Without you, having to say it. Right. Exactly. Say right. It. exactly. But, you know, I, I just wanted to point it out. Yeah. You know, Chad yeah. knew, but I just wanted yeah. to point it out. It was really good. Yeah. It was smart. It's good. It's I learned good. from the best. Yeah. Well, you know, we do what we can. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, that's it for this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, uh, yeah, please share it, like, review, all those kind of, rate it, all those kind of things uh, in order to kind of can get the word out about the Timothy Project podcast. We'll be back with a third episode, still continuing to consider student ministry.